Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Valley Transportation. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransinc.com for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. This podcast is also brought to you by AgDirect. No matter how you buy your ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving Iron. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Valley Transportation. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs at Valley Transportation. Our goal is to help you reach yours. So this, I do have Parker on, on the line here. So he's he's actually here uh, and you're going to be able to hear him talking. I also got Brad from Valley Transportation. So how are you guys doing this morning? Good. How are you, Casey? Doing good, man. Doing good. Well, there's a. Uh, I don't. I don't know if the uh, situation in the U.S. when it comes to availability of just about anything is getting better or if it's getting worse. Some days I feel like it's getting better, and then I wake up the next day and it's it's worse than it was when I thought it was getting better. So, Brad, from your end, talk a little bit about what you're seeing um, from from the driver situation. What you're seeing from um, freight getting freight moved around situation. Is that situation getting better or worse for you guys? You know, I'm kind of like you, Casey. Some days you think it's better, and then the next day you're not so sure again, you know. So the driver situation, uh, you know, in the last three or four months seems to be improving for us. Um, it's gotten it's gotten a little bit better. We're uh, getting getting seats filled and, and, and uh, trucks back on the road, so that, that's definitely helping. I don't know if that's a, a – sign of things are slowing down a little bit and they don't have as much availability out there or what, or what, you know, we're, we're hearing a lot of talk from the van and reefer side that that freight market's starting to slow down. So, um, you know, that, uh, that'll start causing some, some issues to where they don't have as much work to do too. So, right. um, our side, we're not seeing the slowdown. I mean, we're, we're, uh, backed right up against the wall most days, you know, trying to keep up. So that part, uh, is good for us, but with the fuel costs and everything, that it's another challenge, you know. So yeah, yeah, a lot of moving parts out there right now. Um, Parker, when you're looking at freight that you're booking, those kind of things, what are some of the lead times you're seeing coming out of some of these uh, factories where you guys are picking stuff up at? Well, you know, it all kind of depends on every every part of the country where you're picking it up. But you know, in Iowa, we're we're extremely busy right now, and we're getting it out of the factory. You know, within the a lot of amount of time, but uh, you know it's it's putting a lot of stress on other stuff that isn't coming out of the factory where you don't have uh, you know scheduled dates that you need to get stuff put uh, get stuff picked up. Yeah, but 
But uh, just anywhere, there's, it depends on if there's an available truck or not. You right. just never know. Yeah. What are some of the average lead times you guys are seeing on if I booked a, a piece of equipment today to get moved from you know Western Nebraska to Texas or something like that? I mean, what's uh, what's some of that lead time that you're looking at there? Is it still still a couple of weeks where you're trying to figure things out and kind of sort through, or has that that lead time gotten better? You know, out of Western Nebraska, it's not so bad. I mean, there's a lot of available trucks over there coming out of Colorado and stuff where we we got a lot of dealers out there, and mm-hmm. there's not a lot of equipment to pick up out of Colorado, so it wouldn't be an issue getting a truck up there within, yeah, for sure, two weeks. Yeah. So when you're looking at the coast, though, I'm getting stuff out of ports and those kind of things, what's that look like? You know, we, we have had a few issues uh, on some of the West Coast ports where we went to, we were told stuff was ready, and it wasn't. Yeah. Um, it, it, some weeks is good, some weeks is bad. Yeah, <laughs> I I feel your pain. You never know. <laughs> you, you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. You find out. <laughs> yeah, I've done that very same thing where you've sent trucks after stuff and it's not even the guy's still using it. Yeah. So like, what you, <laughs> wow, what's going on there? So, all right, Brad, what are you seeing on that? On from your perspective, when you take a look nationwide, I'm sure you'd have lots of conversation with with uh, trucking outfits all over the country. What's some of the sentiment you're hearing from them? You know, I think, I don't think the lead times are shortening up much, mm-hmm. you know, especially in our industry, maybe, maybe on the other side of the world in the bands and reefers, but, um, with our stuff that it seems to be, everybody's still pretty booked up, you know? So, you know, most of the time we're looking a week to two weeks out, you know, can you get lucky and, and get a truck that delivers right next to where you got freight, you know, mm-hmm. where we don't have anything to move? Sure. That that'll happen from now and then time to time but it uh it seems like it's you're you're one to two weeks out for sure on most of the stuff to get it moved so yeah so with this blizzard that came through uh the northern plains up here dakotas and probably over into minnesota a little bit how what kind of wrench is that thrown into uh into the freight situation right now you know we i don't think we've seen much uh much problem with it did we parker it was pretty isolated in a small area yeah, and I think the roads got kind of taken care of, you know, fast. I mean, the stuff was, you know, it's not winter time where it is kind of melting a little bit when it hits the roads. I think they're warm enough that it doesn't uh, make a huge mess, but uh, I haven't heard too much from drivers any, having any issues up there getting around. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of a it was a big deal, I think, for a little, like you kind of said, in a very isolated area. It wasn't as yeah. widespread as I thought it was going to be uh, watching the – Watching the weather forecast for us this week, we were supposed to have a fair amount of moisture come through, uh, snow and rain and what have you coming through here, but it, it got taken out. So the storm kind of stayed more north, I think, than what they what they anticipated. Yeah, we've had a lot more trouble with wind and stuff like uh, that around here. Yeah. They, they uh, blew, I think, seven or eight trucks over up by on I-35 the other day, just tipped them right over in the middle of the road. Yeah, it's uh, uh, we've had the, we had the same thing down here. We had plenty of guys that were winds were so strong here. Guys that were just parked on the road got blown over. I mean, so it's just yeah. crazy amount of wind that we've had come through here in the in the yeah. last well, couple of weeks. Fuel costs that's got to be something that is that is starting to kind of weigh heavy um, on on what you guys are doing. Um, not that fuel costs all of a sudden took a big a big jump overnight, but it's been a steady increase to where we're at now, and I've seen. 
know, the horror stories of California where you got seven and eight dollar diesel fuel and you've got, um, you know, right around here, I think we're right around four and a half, four bucks, something like that for diesel. Um, that's got to start weighing pretty heavy on what you guys are seeing out there. So as you're talking with customers, what are you letting them know about, about fuel surcharges and those kind of things? Well, the biggest thing, yeah. you know, the when the fuel started taking off and it went up so fast, uh, yeah. we, you know, we we adjust our surcharge every Monday morning to the mm -hmm. national average. Well, we were 70, 80 cents behind there for a few of those weeks, yeah. just in that just in that seven day period, you know. Yeah. So we had to go back and, and have some conversations with customers about uh, about getting that adjusted quicker than we were, you know. So yeah. um, hard conversations. Nobody likes to hear those conversations, yeah. especially you know when it's when it's already all kind of bid out and they kind of have an idea what they're spending on it, and then they got four or five hundred dollar more fuel surcharge on a load you know right so it gets to be a tough conversation so yeah and the and the other thing is is it's, i mean this is the highest fuel surcharge i've seen in in 35 years you yeah. know so it's uh my my fear is it's going to really start to start slowing things down yeah so that was my next question parker when you're looking at, at freight and stuff like that things getting booked how much does that conversation come up with like, you know, what your surcharge look like, or is there, is there, you know, people backing off of, of doing, I mean, obviously if you got to move something, you got to move something, but there, is there more conversation around pricing than you've seen in the past? Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, you know, it was a lot, lot harder of a conversation, but you know, as it's, it hasn't went down, I mean, it stayed right there. I mean, everybody realizes that they put fuel in their own cars. They know what it costs and, and a, and a semi isn't getting any any better gas mileage than what their cars are getting. They just they just realize it. Right. Um, it right. hasn't it obviously hasn't slowed anybody down from wanting to get stuff moved. Mm -hmm. um, you know they you know they kind of haggle with you a little bit, but at the end of the day they realize like, well, I need to get it done, and that's what it is. Like you know, just like with the equipment, you know, there's no good deals out there anymore. Uh, you know, as much as <laughs> no, I'd like there to be, yeah, it, there's not. It is what it is. <laughs> yep. No, that's that's a true statement. It's kind of one of those things. Uh, we've talked about it on on the podcast before, where you know, if you have a machine that's available today for sale, there's there's a, a different price. Well, it's like a different pricing structure than you know if you've got a coming in in the fall or something like that. When you're trying to speculate against what the market might do, I'm sure freight's the same way. If you have a truck right next to, like Brad was saying, if you have a truck within 30 miles of a load, that's probably a little different yeah. conversation. Yeah, it can be a little bit. Right. Yeah. You can be a little more aggressive on the, on the price if you don't have, yeah. if you're not bouncing on $5 fuel. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So when you're looking at, let's talk about this a little bit. I've always, this is something I've always been curious about. When you're looking at, you know, the 48 states that you guys deliver stuff to and you're, and you're doing, your, doing your thing, is there one region that's better right now for freight than there is a, than, than there is a, than there isn't? Like as a, the southeast harder to get stuff in and out of than uh, than say the southwest. Well, well I mean, like Midwest is definitely the hub of the the country, and it's harder to get freight out of here because there's so much stuff and we're so backed up. Mm -hmm. You know, the the lead time is going to be longer than something out of Texas, where you know there's a lot of trucks down there and not nearly as much freight. I got you. Um, okay. But the Midwest is definitely the hardest place to try and find somebody to move your stuff right now. Absolutely, Brad. What do you you have conversations with your other guy? What do you, what are you hearing around the country? 
Uh, you know, there's just just not a lot of things have changed. Uh, you know, it's still very difficult for us to get our, our own equipment, you know, our trucks and trailers, you know, that right. I've had some van trailers on order for, well, they've been on order for six months and they still don't even have a, any idea when I'm going to get them. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's, we got semi tractors that we had ordered a year ago that still aren't here. So yeah. they're starting to come in now. Um, they, they seem like they're lightening up on some of the, the uh, holdback stuff um, as far as we can order more for next year than we could this year. Right. They're not keeping us on a tight, tight schedule of what the, that, that they're going to allow us to have, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, there's just, I don't, I guess I don't really see it slowing down a lot, you know, right. for, especially with the ag economy, the, the ag economy is, is kind of firing up, you know? So, Yep. I think I think that's going to be pretty strong for the next year for sure. So, um, the I'm sure you guys are seeing it too. You can't get the equipment. There's still there's still holdups on on every yeah. every spot. You know, we we were talking about it the other day. It's not fun buying anything anymore because you can't negotiate for nothing. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, you can't play the game. I know. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> negotiation is yeah. out of buying yeah. today. I mean, yeah, you're just lucky yeah. if you can get it. Yeah, you know. That's your negotiation point. You can get it today. Right. I'll take it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's about yeah. the conversation, the way it goes. So, yeah. Yeah. When you're looking at uh, kind of finishing out the rest of the year here, I mean, you get we, first quarter wrapped up or going into, into uh, spring, summer, and, and so on and so forth. A lot more freight moving around this time of year than, than any other time. What's some of your thoughts, Brad, as you look into uh, the rest of 22 going to 23 outside of things we've talked about here what are some of the things that are on your mind right now thinking about you know your business well with us is we we've got quite a few new tractors i, I sold a lot of tractors at the end of last year just because we didn't have drivers in them and the market mm -hmm. was so hot put us in kind of a short situation so now now we got the replacement ones coming in that are you know we don't have trades for so uh so we're, we're looking out for the drivers, you know, we, right. we need to make sure we got drivers coming in for these new tractors as they're coming in and uh, to get them back on the road, you know, so um, we're, we're pretty sure that we're going to have the freight to keep them busy the way it looks. It's, it's not going to be a shortage there. So we're just, and then going into next year, it's like, how many do we sell? How many do we, you know, main keep? We're, we're pretty fortunate. We got a new enough fleet that we don't have to, bail out of them if we don't want to you know so right. we can run pretty well in anything we got for another two years so right that that that's a kind of a good spot to be in really in this mm -hmm. market so absolutely yeah parker what are you seeing on your side what are some of the stuff that you're thinking about as you go through the rest of this year into 23 <laughs> trying to keep up <laughs> you know, right. i don't yeah. uh, <clears throat> I don't see it uh, slowing down at all. I mean, if we're this busy and people still don't have their new equipment, we're going to have to move it eventually. Right. You know, I, don't, I think it's just going to keep flowing in. And like you kind of mentioned earlier, you know, you, you think you're getting caught up, and then the next day, bam, you're not. Yep. You know, you might, you might have one, one day, uh, one day uh, the phones might slow down a little bit and might not get as many new orders in the email or something, but the next day you're right back to where you started. Yep, I know the... I know the Behind. feeling. I know the feeling. <laughs> can't seem to get around the uh, on the other side of the eight ball. That's getting getting tougher right. by the day. So, 
who knows what's going to happen with the fuel prices and oh yeah and uh, you know trying to you know get supplies whether it's tires or like Brad said trucks trailers guess yep. you just wait and find out yeah yeah I worked with uh, speaking of tires I worked with a, a company uh, yesterday and we went through three different four different sizes of tires before we had a combination of tires and rims that would that would fit you know either I had rims and no tires or tires and no rims and finally found a set of that size I had tires and rims and like to Brad's point, I'd, I'll take them. I didn't <laughs> didn't talk about price. <laughs> I just Our new trucks sold. are coming in. Yeah. We don't even know what they're coming in on for tires. You know, we're just yeah. lucky there's some on there. You <laughs> That's know? right. Are they round and black? I'll take them. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold air. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Talking to a friend of mine that works for a tire dealership, and he said the Michelin rep that called, and they basically do ag tires for tractors and stuff, and I think it was their Michelin rep called in and said, Everything is nineteen percent higher as of today. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Okay. These price increases are just nuts, man. You know, just yeah. You get a you get a letter in the mail that says, uh, "Oh, and by the way, just so everyone's on the same page here, there's a thirty five percent iron or steel uh, uh, surcharge." Oh, wow, that's cool. How are how are you guys handling that? Are you just doing surcharges on your equipment when the stuff goes up like that, Casey? Or? <laughs> yeah, we just adjust the price. You know, I mean, that's that's all we can do. I mean, we don't. We just have to take a look at at what we what we pay for it versus what we can sell it for, and, and that's that's kind of where we're at. And um, when you don't have anything to like, you kind of to your point earlier. I mean, if you want one, here's right. here it is. You know, um, and it's not like the machine shows up and they say, "Oh, by the way, there's it's you know twenty five percent more than it was than we quoted to you." But right, there is times where we've done that. We've seen you know we've seen some some tillage pieces and those kind of things. Um, from some various manufacturers show up that you know halfway through the build cycle, like oh by the way, you know here's a fifteen percent increase that you're going to see when it gets here, than what we quoted you. And luckily, we didn't have any of that stuff sold to anybody. It was just you know on order, but it, it does. I mean, how, how do you plan for that? You know what I mean? It's, you know, kind of back to your point with the surcharge thing on the fuel. Like, how do you how do you plan for something that you didn't plan for that you didn't even know you could even needed to plan for? You know, so it's just one of those. It's just a crazy crazy time right now. They pushed us into these emission stickers for California. Yeah. So all these trucks are coming in with this emission sticker. Well, now you can get it without the sticker. Mm -hmm. But if you want the sticker, you got to buy a warranty for $2,500. Just to get the sticker? For the sticker. So I said, (laughs) okay, so what's that warranty cover? Nothing. Oh, wow. That's good. (laughs) You're just paying paying to put the sticker on the truck, $2,500. Wow. That's a... I need to get in that business. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So that, along with a surcharge increase of five grand, you know, every every truck we had went up seventy five hundred dollars. You know. Yeah, that's and and seventy five hundred bucks on one is not that big of a deal, but you take it across a fleet of of a hundred, and all of a sudden, man, now you're looking at seventy seven thousand five hundred dollars. You know, it's just it's a big number. Big numbers. So yeah, that's 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 the that's the part right now when you start looking at surcharges, those kind of things. It's the volume times the the surcharge that add up. So right. that's what you get in there. Yeah. So crazy times we live in, man. Um, Parker, folks want to reach out to you get and get more information about what's going on in the Valley. What's the best way to do that? Yeah, get a hold of me at eight hundred six five seven four nine one zero or shoot me an email at pjohnson at valleytransinc.com. Right on. And Brad, if folks want to reach out to you and talk a little about what's going on in the trucking industry, what's the best way to do it? Uh, bgraph at valleytransinc.com. 
probably the easiest way or uh, call the office here at the 800 number, 800-657-4910. Right on. Well, fellas, I appreciate you being on the podcast. All right. Thanks, yeah, thanks Casey. Right on. Axon Tire is going to have more tips, tricks, and client advice throughout the year and in September at the Moving Iron Summit in Nashville. If you're looking to sign up for the event, please head over to movingironllc.com. We hope to see you there. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 or go to valleytransitinc.com for all of your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. And no matter how you buy ag equipment from a dealer, auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. Moving higher in the 21st century.